Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo. Today, I'm thrilled to share a recent Firebird Book Award-winning author with you. She is Nikki A. Lamers, and the winning book is titled The Unforgettable Summer. Nikki grew up in Wisconsin and lived in Florida for a few years before ending up in New York, where she now lives with her husband and their two children. Her first book, titled The Unforgettable Summer, was self-published on Amazon in July of 2014. And now, with six books in the Unforgettable series, you have the chance to fall in love with the characters just like she did. Dreams Lost and Found, which was released in November of 2018, is part of a duet that hits close to home for Nikki. The main character, Samantha, was adopted as an infant just like Nikki. Although Samantha's story is not her own, she enjoyed writing every word of it. Finding Home, which is book two of the home duet, was released in August of 2019, and she is thrilled to say she's a romance author and hopes you enjoy her books as much as she does writing them. So much to find out, so let's go. Welcome to the network, Nikki. Thank you. It's great to talk to you, Pat. Oh my gosh, so good to talk with you as well, and congratulations on winning the Firebird Book Award. Thank you. I was absolutely thrilled. Um, I had a chance to um, go back through all my Unforgettable series recently. So last year, um, I came out with second editions of uh, the series with new covers and new content, um, newly edited as well. And and I was thrilled to be able to share that again with everyone. Thank you. Thank you. How was that to uh, actually go back and redo? Well, it's funny because I went back to The Unforgettable Summer, uh, which, like I said, it was released in uh, 2014, and I found I didn't love the editing. Um, and um, after you've been writing, um, I've been writing my whole life, but w- once you start writing books, um, you start uh, noticing other things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it really needed a facelift, too, with, um, with the covers, um, needed to become more modern. Um, one of the reasons it is, is I found a great cover designer, um, and she did, um, uh, the sixth book, Unforgettable Mistakes. And like, gosh, seeing that, I need them all to look like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, uh, started over with editing and she redid all the covers. It's, uh, Jessica Scott from Uniquely Tailored. So she's, uh, she's amazing. That is quite an undertaking. You know, you could do the forever tweak. Um, I know from works that works that I've written is like every time I read it, I'm like, ah, oh, darn, I wish I would have used that word. But I, I kind of felt like because it had been almost 10 years, it had been edited and there was a lot. And if you do one, you ha- I they had to all sure. follow because I wanted them also to look the same. Mm-hmm. So with um, I have a similar cover and a similar feel um, as, as well when you're looking at them. So that way uh, they do look like they belong together. Um, as well, um, visually, as well as, uh, of course, the stories do. But um, I also do have a spinoff series that is coming this year. So that's part of the reason I wanted those to be correct before I release the spinoff series. Yes. Yes. Lots of work, but makes perfectly good sense. So let's talk about the Unforgettable series, the Unforgettable Summer. It follows, the first one just follows the female uh, main character. And then if you go into the rest of the books, they go back and forth between point of view, um, between both the male and female point of view. Uh, but it's, um, it's their story through their eyes. And with The Unforgettable Summer, I 
really liked following Brie, but then I also found I got lots, lots of questions about Christians, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which is one of the reasons I uh, adapted in the in the next in the next ones following. So pulling from a little bit from your experiences. Yeah. So um, what I do when I write, uh, yes, it's it's my. Uh, Maine, first of all, was the inspiration, and um, I, we spent a lot of time in Maine over the years after I met my husband, and we love the area. It's a gorgeous area. It's a great setting for a story, um, just in general, and um, I do use my own experiences, um, but I use other ex- others that I observe. I use. Um, I do also have a degree in public health, so I use a lot of the knowledge and um, my education and training that I've had to incorporate different aspects of health and wellness mm-hmm. um, and tough issues um, throughout the throughout the books um, because they're real life issues mm-hmm. and they're things that those kinds of things are the things that impact your relationships and how you manage them and how um, and who is your good match um, in life and each character you look at them and you figure out. Um, if they're they're impacted by all these experiences, um, good, bad, whatever they may be, and how those experience life experiences impact their relationships. Mm-hmm. So, did you know going into when you wrote the first book that you were doing a series? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wrote the first book thinking it was going to be, you know, by itself. Um, and then when I finished, um, there was, um, you know, characters that people wanted to know about and I kept getting asked about. So I decided to dive into the next one. Um, and that's one of the things I actually like because I like stories to end cliffhangers, especially if you don't know when the next book is coming out mm-hmm. drive me in crazy, a little <laughs> crazy. So sometimes I'll wait till the end to read a series if I don't, if I know another one's coming. And I kind of try to write that way. So they're individual reads, but they are much better read in order because they do follow a chronological line and you get to, but you get glimpses of the characters from the other stories, um, because they are in, interconnected, whether they be their, their family or friends or whatever they may be. So you do see um, the relationships grow throughout the books, even if they're not the main character. Right, right. That's interesting that uh, feedback is what caused you to create a series, which, which is a good situation. It means people are reading and wanting. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. Bit of marketing advice. So when you put the first book out, how did you gather that readership? That was that's one of the hardest things in the world to do. I have to admit, um, it's very hard. I love to write and I love to talk about books, but sharing your own book is intimidating. Um, you feel like you're uh, leaving yourself out there to the world, so um, it's definitely different. Um, but I start with friends and family. Um, I do have family all over the United States, um, and then I. Um, Went to libraries. I try. I joined book um, book clubs, and brought, um, I have several book clubs that I went to um, that started reading my book. Um, I did do giveaways, um, social media, Goodreads. You know, anything you could think of. Yeah. You just keep trying. 
because you don't know what's going to work. So you've, you've got to you just... You don't. And I love being able to share the stories and, you know, with people that want to read stories like that. It's just my, it's the kind of story that I like to read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have book trailers that are quite nice. Oh, thank you. I actually had another author that originally helped me with those. Mm-hmm. Um, with she put she put it all together. Uh, um, by a thorn, she writes um, mafia romance. Oh, love that! I know they're very good. Um, so she helped me put them together, and I, I have um, a friend who uh, writes music, and I had him. For all except the first two, he wrote um, he wrote the music, uh, and um, we put it in with the videos. So, um, Blood Hill Records is uh, the name of that, that company, and that was a lot of fun. Um, it was really interesting to talk about, tell him about the story, and then and then fit everything to music. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it was really neat. Yeah, what an experience for you. But I think it's important, too. So when folks land on your web page, um, it just gives them that visual. I, I know I always gravitate to the book trailer and, uh, you know, just doesn't need to be that long. Just a little short piece just gives you a feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I am fortunate. I have um, I, I have worked in uh, TV, film and commercial, and I do have some friends that um, are actors that stepped in as you know, um, representing some of the characters. So that was kind of fun. I've done some script advising and script supervising with uh, TV and film. So I've met them through Mm -hmm. uh, through that. All right. Can we talk a bit about your home duet books? Because those, as you say, uh, hit quite close to home for you. They do. So I'm, I'm adopted. I was adopted as an infant and I used it took me a long time to write that story. It's funny because when I wrote The Unforgettable Summer, I knew I would write a book like um, The Home Duet or Duet One Day, but I wasn't uh, ready to do it yet. Um, I actually met my birth mom and extended family in um, the same year that um, The Unforgettable Summer came out. And... Um, so I had gone, just gone through that whole process, um, of searching and, um, so I got very familiar with, I mean, I've known my whole life I was adopted, Mm -hmm. but I got familiar with the actual, how it actually works when you're doing it yourself and not doing the search. And you're always asked what ifs your whole life. Um, it's a question that's constant in your mind. Uh, when you're adopted, I feel like, but, um, this, this, what I used is those questions that you have as well as, um, my experiences. And I came up with this, um, when I met my birth mom, she had given me a book and, um, well, it was just, um, like a little, like two inch book. It was very small and it just had like, one sentence or one word or, um, from each year. Um, and gave me the idea to do the letters and base the whole story around, uh, around the letters from her birth mom. Oh my. So powerful and painful and everything all yeah, rolled it into It really one. is. It's very emotional. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I can't even imagine. Um, and then for you to decide, make that decision to put it out there. 
Yeah, which is why it it was um, took me so long to get there. Sure. You know, it's uh, they were <laughs> they were um, books uh, six and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a uh, it did take me a while to get to where I was able to do that. Yes. But um, I it's and it's funny because I've been told they read differently than the Unforgettable Summer. So that's kind of interesting. I find that interesting. I never, you know, I don't think I write differently, but um, yeah, I found that quite interesting. For for readers to pick up on that, that's actually quite astute. Yeah, I've heard that from a few people, so it's, I found that quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, what's ironic is I'm known, even in my Unforgettable series, I'm known for pulling out emotions, mm-hmm. um, whether you're laughing or crying or, you know, happy, whatever it may be, um, I'm told that's what I hear more than anything. And then to hear that the differences and, and I know how much emotion that took. So that's, I find that whole thing very ironic and interesting. Yes, yes. Fascinating. And you probably don't even work at it to pull these emotions. It probably just comes to, it's who you are. So therefore, it's how you write. Yeah, I feel like um, you really need to step into characters' shoes and feel what they're feeling and um, see what they're saying to be able to really understand the story. And that's kind of what I do when I write every story. So whether it be the male point of view or the female point of view. (laughs) So your Unforgettable series are relationship-oriented. I always want a story. I don't just want a relationship. I, you know... There's a reason that they're drawn to each other, and yes, they're about the relationship, but they always have so many other things going on in their lives, um, with real life things, um, and those things impact your relationships. So the 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 relationship itself, and and even in the home duet, the relationship itself is really it's supposed to be the the focus, but um, but there's so much story. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely a plot. Um, 100%. I definitely would never say that, that, that it's uh, more, more uh, relationships and story. Definitely not. Good, good. I think it's um, both yeah. 100%. You're very wise to say that it is the circumstances, it is the plot, it is the story that actually impacts the relationship, just as it does in real life. Right, exactly. And that's what I really try to, how I try to write and how I try to, and every story is different and has, um, the characters have different things going on in their life. Um, good, bad, ugly. Sure. Um, there are some dark themes, all different, you know, just as there is in life. You mentioned the health side of it as well. The health of somebody in a relationship affects the whole relationship, so... Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And also, too, um, I, with um, having a, gr- a degree in public health, um, health and wellness is, of course, there's, um, you know, disease and sickness and, you know, and physical fitness and all of that kind of thing. But there's also um, the, you know, different kind of aspects of mental health. Mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's... Um, uh, you know, like eating disorders, um, alcohol, drugs, yep. um, um, weight issues, um, you know, all different kinds of things. Absolutely. Um, so there's definitely 
a lot more substance. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's, it's real life on a page. Yes. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yes. Well, I will admit, and I like a happy ending. <laughs> I don't know what your, that happy ending will be, and I'm not saying there, it's, um, it's, there's not going to be um, ups and downs because there absolutely is a lot of ups and downs, and as as there is in life. Um, but I do I do in in general when I'm reading or writing, try to have um, some kind of happy ending. Well, I think readers like that too, so that when you're done, you feel a sense of ah, you know, you don't want to leave with angst. Um, right. And that's, yeah. Which again is why I do standalones, even though they're a series, they are standalones, right. but they're connected. Yep. Got it. All righty. Well, lots to know here. Um, but I think we've given folks just a little peek into you and your work. I want to make sure we're not missing anything that you wanted to highlight today. Um, I do want to just mention that, and I briefly mentioned it, but I do have, um, I don't have a date yet, but um, hopefully later in the summer I will have uh, Breaking Cycles is uh, the spinoff book that I have coming out, Um, and I um, am really excited to share that one. So So you've got lots in the works. Absolutely. It's, I can't stop. No. <laughs> the problem is, is deciding which direction to go because I have so many stories <laughs> I want to do. <laughs> really? How do you decide? Oh, well, maybe. It's not that hard part. <laughs> All right, Nikki, if you would share your uh, contact information where folks can find out more about you, get copies of your books. Absolutely. Um, I am found everywhere. I do have a website. Uh, com, and that's N-I-K-K-I-A-L-A-M-E-R-S. I, I am found um, pretty much on most um, platforms. Um, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, all, all the rest. So <laughs> you should be able to uh, find me easily. I am on Goodreads and BookBub, too, if uh, you want to follow me there course on uh, social media at Nikki A. Lamer's author. The A is um, for my mom. Oh, I love that. Yeah. A little little homage, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. Nikki A. Lamer's author.com. The book we're speaking about was The Unforgettable Summer, part of The Unforgettable series and we talked about your home duet books lots to find out about nikki lamers thank you so so much for sharing with us and i'm truly looking forward to the spinoff and what's coming next thank you thank you so much i appreciate it